Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair will grow out of your butthole. I'm Youngmi Mayor. Every week I have a guest come on and share a sad story and then we laugh about it in hopes that their butthole will become hairy or hairier for certain people. Uh, I feel like most guests on the podcast have shared without being prompted to but they've shared that they all they all have hairy buttholes so maybe i can sense maybe that's like my spidey sense like i can only sense if someone has a hairy butthole and then i become friends with them i don't know can i confession what i get laser hair removal so you so don't have a hairy butthole. i don't know how hairy my i'm on session six of <sighs> probably eight so i do have some hair but it's 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 Hopefully, uh, you know, we can laugh about sad things, but I don't know how hairy my booty hole is right now. It's not going to grow back either. You lasered it off. I hope so, because if not, I'm going to be wasting money. Well, let me introduce our wonderful guest. You just heard her speaking. Our guest this week is the hilarious host of The Betches Up. It's a daily news podcast. And also, she was featured in ABC. She has written probably some of the funniest shit that you laughed at without realizing. Uh, everyone, give us your ears for Millie Tamirez. Yes, thank you. I'm so yes. bad at doing intros. But you are amazingly hilarious. Obviously, if you see Millie doing stand-up, you should go watch her because you will thoroughly enjoy it. What are you reading? I'm looking for, I was looking for something oh. um, that I want to read later, but I don't know if I found it. Oh, maybe it's somewhere else for my sad story. Oh, okay. Yeah, please take your time and find it. I also, I want to say, I also got laser hair removal and I got like Ooh. 10 sessions, but the hair grew back after I stopped a little bit, not a lot, a little bit. 10 sessions, but the hair grew back a little bit. Okay. A Damn. little bit. Well, I got it in my armpits, but then it became popular to have hairy armpits. And like now I can't be a cool like Bushwick person. No, you know what? Not all trends are for everybody. And that's okay. Because I yeah. was just thinking like this button fly jean trend with acrylic nails and a fupa is just not it. <laughs> like I'm not going to have button fly jeans and that's okay. I mean, I do, but it's not great. So... The button fly jean trend, um, I feel like is unflattering for fucking everybody. I've never, yeah. I've never worn a pair of those jeans and thought this is good. This is great for me. I think you just or literally mankind. have to have like the flattest stomach. I don't think it's possible to have a stomach flat enough for those pants to look good. I swear to God. I agree, but I don't know. People <laughs> fucking every, every company loves selling button fly jeans now. So it's, it's, it's like impossible to get jeans that have a zipper i've never seen my own armpit hair because i started shaving it immediately when i was in whatever it grew in oh, really yeah so i never saw it when it was grown out and now i'm sad that it's gone well there's a whisper of it i don't know if you i'm trying to show you my armpit over zoom my my armpit hair right now is very faint mm. and dainty like i'm not shaving i only shave right before a session 
Yeah. Because uh, I'm just so hairless now anyway. But I do get armpit hair. But it's just, it is just way lighter and thinner than when it was before I got laser. Oh, so you're getting your armpit hair laser too? Oh, girl, I got my whole body. Oh, wow. My whole body lasered. My arms, my legs. Like, did I want that? No. Did the Russian lady push me to get it? Absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever said no to a Russian lady? Like, no. come on. You can't. You can't. You literally can't. That's like when I was getting Botox um, and the, the person doing it was Russian and she called me an Oriental and I was just like too scared to say anything. I was like, yes, I am an Oriental. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's just like, do they know better? Do they care? Like, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like, you have to pick your battles. I'm not about to argue with the Russian. <laughs> it no. was kind of like um, Aaron Hernandez. Do you remember him? No. Very hot Puerto Rican guy who was a closeted gay man who murdered three people. What? uh, And killed himself in jail. And like he was an NFL player who had really severe CTE. Wow. And all of that, right? Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like a documentary. He was so hot though. So sad. But he was definitely gay. I don't even think he was like bi. I think he was definitely gay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have my theories and I'll share later. Not bi erasure. There are people who will buy. Not Aaron Hernandez. I think he was fully gay. But there's videos of him surfacing saying the N word in the way that like a lot of Hispanic and Puerto Rican people say the N word of like colloquially and whatever. And every somebody on Twitter was like, I can't believe people let him like get away with saying the N-word. Like, what's wrong with people? And then someone else is like, he shot someone in the head for stepping on his shoes. Like, you go ahead and tell him not to say the N-word if you want. But, and it's the same thing. It's like, I'm not going to tell a Russian lady no. to not call you an Oriental. Not one that's holding a needle, that's for sure. Hell no. Full of botulism. You got to pick your battle. <laughs> <laughs> and well she also was saying it like you know it's like a language barrier like they they probably say that yeah. word and whatever you know and so i was like i i don't think she was saying it to be like she was just making a small talk exactly but i yeah. think that people do take that because in latin america we call people chino and china chinita yeah and i i really like my interpretation culturally is like it's not that they literally think every Asian person is from China. It's like a phenotype thing or like, yeah, there's, you know, I have like family members who have almond eyes and everyone calls them Chino, like, mm. even though they're fully Dominican or like, you know, they call people Negra or Gordita or Flaquita, you know what I mean? Like fat or, or dark or, you know, whatever. So it's just like, it's just those cultural nuances that don't translate directly. Yeah, anyway. and it's they're different in different cultures, and it's like I don't think it's my place to tell somebody what they can and can't say in their culture, you know? Yeah. Um, especially a Russian lady, though. To your Who point, has a needle to your face. Yeah. Yeah, they're scary, and mm-hmm. they deserve the world. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I well, I, oh my god, this is so funny. I was like trying to think of well, I like I love talking to you because we're both single and we're always talking yes. about our chaotic dates. But it's uh, I, I was actually going to tell you like a funny story. I, I usually share a sad story. So then the guest feels comfortable saying a sad story. But this is kind of sad. But it's mostly very funny about like somebody I hooked up with that I think you'll think okay. it's really funny. Um, okay. So I like hooked up with somebody. It was like one of those situations where it's like I went to a bar 
very like organic not not a dating app shockingly i love, I love those i love those hookups because you never know what's gonna happen and i actually like went to a bar because i like was walking down the street and i saw my friend like near my apartment and she owns this bar and she was like just uh-huh. come in and like say hi or whatever so i like came in and then she like introduces me to some rando and i'm like talking to this person and this is like just like a super goofy, like very lighthearted person. And I was like, yeah, whatever. We're going to hook up. And so then like he came over and then we hooked up. And this is so funny because I, I was like, I'm going to like just rinse off really quickly. So I rinsed off and I got out of the shower and he was like, your dog bit me. FYI, I have a five. I have a tiny chihuahua and she does. She very rarely bites. She's only bit one other person in her life. But it's like understandable. You know, I just like walk in in the middle of the night with like a strange man she's never seen. And I disappeared in the shower. So I was like, oh, okay. And then we and and then we were having sex. And right after sex, I was like, where's my dog? (laughs) And he was like, I don't know. She bit me. And then I I didn't see where she went. And I was like, that's so weird. Because when I have sex, she's always like trying to get in the bed and like, yeah, like, and I was like, where the fuck is my dog? And I was like, did you fucking throw my dog out the window to this person? And he was like, this goofy, like, and he was like, what? No. I was like, you did, didn't you? She bit you and then you threw her out the fucking window. And he was like, oh, my God. He was like, no. And I was like, this is I was like, my apartment's so tiny. I was like, I don't see her. This has never happened. She's never disappeared like this. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm sorry. That's a crazy thing to say. But like, I literally just met you and I don't know. He was like, yeah, I, I guess. But I didn't. I have no idea where your dog is. And I was like, <gasps> like freaking out. And it's like this goofy. This poor guy. And then I just see her like taking a nap under like my little cabinet thing. And I was like, never mind. I found her. Oh, my God. That's the end of the story. What did he say? He was did like, he oh, leave? cool. No, he was like oh super chill. And I, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm insane. But also, I just met you. So and he was like, No, I get it. That That's fine. He was turned on more. You guys had sex again. I did. I did. I, yeah, we did. I sucked his dick. Um, he was actually turned on. I think I think I was like, I think this person was probably attracted to the fact that I seemed a little nuts. So I think this played very well into that. It was, you know, it oh, worked geez. in my favor. Some people like that shit. Some people like that shit. But, you know, like you like invite somebody over to your house. You don't know. Maybe they're going to throw your dog out the window. How would mm-hmm. you know that they're not somebody? He's Aaron Hernandez. Do you know what I mean? Like, Well, Aaron Hernandez, funny guy, man. Funny, funny guy. It's Yeah, it's just so sad. So hot. But, yeah, I think I don't know if he had any dogs. But he definitely had a, a daughter that he loved. That's great. What a complicated character. Also, I just want to say, I know that sounds bad. Like, I feel like people like, why would you invite somebody over that you don't know? Oh, whatever. Don't you feel like you have like a good judge of character? Like, this person was so goofy. And like, I don't think I would invite like an Aaron Hernandez over because you get the vibe right away. Like, you get vibes and bars are different. Like, yeah. dating apps and bars are different and bars like... Like, it's not like you walk... I mean, I don't know. I've hooked up with someone from a bar before. And to me, it's like... I feel like these guys on dating apps are like, Hey, what's up? What's up? And then they're like, You want to come over and suck my dick? And it's like, No. 
But like, it's like, I'm going to travel to your house. I've never seen you. But like at a bar, yeah. the time that I hooked up with someone, it was like, we were talking for a few hours. Yeah, And I was me getting too. his vibe. And I was seeing how he was with other people. Yep. And seeing how he was tipping and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, like, let's go. Let's do, you know what I mean? So I, I yeah. don't know. I think that you could definitely scenario. see someone's vibe. And also too, there are people that I meet on dating apps, like, or and even talk on the phone like now like I'm just at a point where I'm like talking to somebody for weeks and we talk on the phone before we even meet yeah. and still like there's just some shit that you can't tell until you see them in public like absolutely and, and how they react to things and it's just like there was one guy that I I really liked we were texting the texting conversation was good and interesting we talked on the phone it was like okay but then in person it was just like Oh, I do not like his vibe at all. And yeah. also, like, I had got mad because this fucking place in Bushwick, fucking birdies, like, they, it's cash only, even though I just feel like most places can take cards. Mm-hmm. Like, you can take fucking cards. Like, you're not, you know, especially like a modern place. Like, so they make you take cash out. Or it's cash only. I fucking took money out of their ATM. Yeah. It was not packed. It was like a Thursday at 6 or 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then then as soon as I hand them my 20, they start like looking if it's a counterfeit in front of me. And I'm just like, excuse me, like inspecting it. Like if I'm giving them counterfeit bills. And I'm like, you guys fucking made me do, you know? So I was like really uncomfortable by that because I'm just sensitive to like, People thinking I'm not paying them. People don't think I've been a nice... I just get sensitive to that shit. So I talked to the guy, this guy that I've been talking for weeks and stuff. And I'm like, that really made me uncomfortable. Should I say something? He's like, no, let it go. And I'm like, okay, thank you for your advice. And I said something. I still said something because fuck that guy. But I was like, hey, like, you guys... I took 20 out and you guys made me fucking, like, you know you guys inspected shit like what the fuck is your problem like do you not realize like that's kind of racist yeah and they're like no i mean we do it to, you know like it was just a really whack response yeah where they were like we do it to everybody it's like whatever like no understanding what like why that would be problematic and i was just like okay well fuck birdies and fuck this guy fuck that place um i went back to that place and i i did see they did do it to a lot of, like not just me like, I saw them do it to other people, so I'm like, maybe that's their policy. Yeah. But I'm like, they could have they, they could have responded in a better way of, like, we check everybody. It's where it's not personal. We're really sorry. We don't want you to feel that way. Here's a free drink or something. They could have done that. But anyway, fuck that you, guy. But I that's something that I could only tell at a bar. Fuck that guy. See, okay. So do you know how to like stop people from giving you counterfeit cash? Take fucking cards, you idiots. Like Exactly. Hello? Like that. Why do you think exactly. people have cards for that fucking purpose? If that's what's ha- and if you're getting so many fake twenties that you're supposed to, you're you're having to check every single twenty at this point. Yes. yes. Get a fucking credit card machine. That's Jesus that's Christ. That's a good point. That's a good point. Venmo. Um but also i love that point that you brought up the the fucking fit the stuff that you like the information that we collect when we're in person there's so mm-hmm. much information there that you're just never gonna get over mm-hmm. meeting somebody online and so it's like yeah if you mm-hmm. meet somebody in a bar and this person was like super goofy and i and i have to think i have to say that like 
I, you know, both of us were sort of like comedians or like outspoken. We have big personalities. And like that little thing that you said where that guy was like, don't say anything. No, you need somebody that's going to like hype you up and also yeah. laugh when you accuse them of throwing your dog out the window. Like that guy was chill. Exactly. He was like fucking chill. Yeah. I was like, you pat. That was a test. And he passed. Mm-hmm. Even though I blocked him on everything. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he passed. But it, that's it, neither it, here stuff. nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like so important. But I remember last time we hung out, I was like going to go see it, like an online person that I met online. And I was like, his pictures are like on the edge of I don't know if this person's hot or not. Like he might be gross. And you were like, straight guys always take really bad pictures of themselves. And they always end up mm-hmm. being way hotter in person. And you were right. He was mm-hmm. so handsome. And his pictures looked mm. horrible. And so I took your mm. advice and it worked out. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, very rarely has a guy been like uglier in person. Yes. Um, if they I agree. Uh, it has happened. Yeah. But this guy used pictures from like five years ago. Oh. That guy. And then that was the guy that I found out was a Trump supporter. <gasps> I know. Wow. I know. But, checks out yeah, that you just gotta be lying. honest about who you are yeah like, you just gotta be really honest but i've heard that guy say like i've heard well one time i went on a date with this guy who was korean um <laughs> we were talking for weeks we met and he was he got like really pissed he's like you don't look anything like your pictures what this date's over and he left and i was like uh well i guess i'm like well i guess in person like and my pictures have straight hair and I have curly hair right now, but like, I'm not lying about who I am. And then he just like got really upset. And like, from then on, I'm just like, I get really anxious about meeting somebody in person because I'm like, I just don't want them to think that I don't look like my pictures. Yeah. And then now, <laughs> now I get like the opposite where like, these guys are like, oh my God, you look way better in person. <laughs> Wait, what kind of pictures like, are you? You look so much hotter. <laughs> like whatever. So I'm like, okay, good. That's like, yeah, that's like I um I want to see your pro- I want to see your dating profile now. But um Yes. I Happy to share. I feel like having cuz I have like body dysmorphia and it's hard. I always ask my friends, I'm like, do I look like this? Like do I look like my pictures? And I'm also very careful to make sure that they're, like, good pictures, but they look yeah. like me. Yeah. Well, especially as, like, a like a fat person, like, it's just, it's just another layer of, like, you know, there are, it's just the fact that, like, there are pictures where I look fatter or my body looks bigger mm-hmm. than other ones. And, like, mm-hmm. I want to represent something that I feel confident I look good in, but mm-hmm. I also, like, don't want to hide my body or feel like... I'm withholding or or photoshopping or anything like that to look skinnier and more appealing to more people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is even even like I'm showing my whole body and all that stuff. That is just a worry of like, I hope they know I'm fat and like they're OK with it. You know, mm. um, that is something that I yeah, that makes me. So I even try to like have pictures in my bathing suit or whatever. Like, hey, this is what you're getting, dude. Um, but yeah, like it's tough. It's so tough yeah it's yeah it is hard it's like hard for me to just be like i don't even know what the fuck i look like you know in my head i'm like (laughs) like is this is this what i look like i have no idea 
Well, I get you. So I get a guy friend. My guy friend helped me make my profile. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm like, oh, nice. I don't really want to use this photo. It's from 2016. There was one literally from 2016. And he's like, no, Millie, you still look like that. Like, you yeah. can put that up. And I'm like, okay. I mean, sure. Um, yeah. but Do you know who I asked to help me? This is the worst part. Do you know Dylan Palladino, the comedian? He's friends no. with Brian Park. So, you know, Brian, like my other yeah. co-host for Feeling Easier. Like his closest friend is Dylan Palladino. So they were like, we were, I was hanging out with Brian and then Dylan was there. And I was like, tell me, like, he's just like this, like, the, I, I always get the vibe that he's like a fuck boy. He's like really tall and like muscular. He's like this white guy. Anyway, but he was like, he like helped me choose the um, profile. Photos. Yeah. And then I have to say immediately dip in uh dip in people that liked me and match with me i was like bro i don't know what you you're wrong it was like <laughs> night and day it was like i always get like oh, i don't wow. know like 20 people a day or something and it was like one and i was like i don't know what you did but this is like oh my god so don't listen to them sometimes <laughs> sometimes yeah well he gave good advice of like you should tell people you have a dog like oh, yeah yeah which i yeah yeah and like it's like wear a package deal, which is like so true because it's like I don't want anyone who doesn't like dogs. And then also, yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, I think people <clears throat> people get worried that if they're I mean, it's true, though, if you're honest about who you are, 100 percent, not everyone's going to like that. And like you're going to yeah. turn people off. But it's like it's better to be honest because, yeah. But I feel like that's just a big thing in dating that people don't do. They don't. Is that they're not honest. Yeah. Because they want as many options as possible. But it's like, it's this actually isn't an option for you. Yeah. It's creepy. Which kind of relates to my story. Oh, really? Well, I yeah. was going to. Yeah. Well, I want to hear. Okay. That's a good se- segue. But I, yeah, I'm excited because I, I had this thing where I'm like, I, I don't know, like as a comedian, it's it's like I'm always scared that it's very overwhelming, you know, my personality and like, you know, like my social media presence, but I never hide it. I'm like, here, here it is. Make sure you see all this before we meet mm. because I don't want it to be a problem. So I'm extremely honest. You know what I mean? I do the I'm not I do the opposite, not the opposite, but I like do a slow rollout. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're going to get to know mm-hmm. me, who I am as a human being first. Yeah. And then I'm going to, as I feel more comfortable, you can start, like, I can start sharing with you, like, the things that I've made, things I've produced. And also, like, after a few, maybe you can come to a show. But, yeah. like, because I just feel like your online persona, my online persona is, like, just a lot more extreme than who you are, like, who we are as people. Like, yeah. we have big personalities, but, like... We're just, we're like, I'm a whole human being. Yeah, yeah. And the person who's dating me is knowing like this other side of me. Like, my Twitter is just me ye- yelling at Eric Adams or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever, <laughs> like talking about memeing about like hand jobs or whatever. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, actually, I do, you know, I want someone to know everything, you know, like who I am, like 360. Well, that's a good point. But I feel like for me, it's like hard because as soon as somebody meets me, they're going to, google it and they're gonna see all that do you know what i mean and so i, I have to have like this conversation google. maybe maybe the i feel like people you're do. dating but i don't feel like they google i feel like that, I maybe that's just a, that's just like making me have like that's like a lie i tell myself i can feel feel it when they do it a shift in how they're responding 
but um mm. maybe not i don't know maybe i'm just like i'm that's like me and i'm projecting that but yeah let's let, segue into your sad story then because you said it has to do with this yeah okay so i'm like thinking there's two ways i can tell it um i can i so it was it's about this guy that i dated mm-hmm. and i can i ended up sending him a letter like on it's a face like a, a facebook a long facebook message wow i can tell you how i got to the letter first or i can read the letter and then we can deconstruct and you can add, like ask questions I think you should read the letter first. Okay. <laughs> Let's call this guy. Okay, so a little background um, about this, like before I start. I was, at the time, I was 24. Uh-huh. So this was in 2013. Okay. Or 2014 or something. 2014, maybe. I don't know. Um, and so I was 24, I think it was 2013 and I had just earlier that year, I lost my virginity (laughs) or like I lost my virginity when I was 23. Yeah. Nice. So I really, so I was really learning lessons of dating, like kind of in real time. I, this was like the third or fourth person I've ever like kind of been with intimately Mm -hmm. and I just was just starting off dating. He was, um, I, yeah, so I was like working. I'm just going to tell you like a little bit about who I was at the moment. And then we, I'll read the story. I'll read it and then you can ask questions. But I was working as a receptionist mm-hmm. at, um, at Toyota. Nice. And I was making 1375 and I like ha- rented a room in Williamsburg for 600 bucks or 650 or something. And like, yeah, like I thought that the most important thing in dating was like, like date someone who you don't think is going to hurt you mm-hmm. and also like um, has money because my whole thing was nice. like, I'm going to meet a guy who has money and then we're going to date and I'm going to move into his place and then I can quit my job and just we'll focus on comedy. Perfect. Uh, that was my plan when I was young. Yeah. So obviously that didn't happen. But yeah, so this guy, okay, and another thing about him is he, I was, I'm like, I don't know if I should share this detail before or after. Um, he's a finance guy. Okay. He's a finance guy. Okay. And his name was, let's say his name was Joseph. Okay. <laughs> um, that's not his real name. But so I was into Asian guys. I was exclusive dating, exclusively dating Asian guys at the time. Nice. And ironically, I thought it like I was ended up dating two Josephs at the same time that were both Asian. Wow. Um, me and J- Joseph one uh, was thirty when I was twenty four, okay. and he was Korean American and lived in Jersey City, and was hot and he had abs. And then wow. Joseph two, which was this guy. He was a little chubbier and I put Japanese Joseph because me and him talked about how he lived in Japan. Like, or he said like, oh, I see that you studied abroad in Japan and all this stuff. Like I used to live in Japan. So I assumed that he was Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after we went on a few dates, he told, after one day, he told me that he's actually Korean too. He was adopted by white people who were expats in Japan. <laughs> So oh. they actually were both Korean Josephs. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, but anyway, okay. So this is Korean adoptee Joseph. So I wrote this letter to him and I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Joseph, we have not talked in a long time. I just saw that you requested me on Instagram and I guess you thought I'll just, I just saw that you requested me on Instagram. I guess you thought that was okay because I left the line of communication open through Snapchat, but I want to be very clear about how I feel about you. I think you are an asshole based on the behavior you displayed to me when we dated. Let's talk about our last date back in December. After not talking to me in over a month, you asked me if I wanted to go on a date with you. We made plans for Thursday that week. Throughout the week, we continued to make plans, and I put the evening aside to spend time with you. When Thursday rolls around, I prepare for the date and look forward to seeing you, only to be humiliated once again. You don't contact me and make me wait for hours. I start to make other plans when you finally contact me. I cancel my plans to, tra to travel 30 minutes to meet you at a bar that is right by your apartment. After I arrive, it takes you another hour to show up. What? I sat there completely mortified and calling you and texted you, texting you repeatedly. When you finally show up, I tried to be understanding and introduce you to some people I met at the bar while I was waiting for you. To finish off the night that couldn't be more awful, you abandoned me at the douchiest bar in all of New York City without even a word or a text. I went looking for you. I texted you and everyone at the bar saw firsthand that you treated me like shit. You made me look pathetic for giving you a chance. I was so embarrassed. To this day, you never apologize, acknowledge that you did a dick thing, or even talk to me. I didn't expect you to make me your girlfriend, only for you to treat me like a human being. Instead, you repeatedly prove you didn't respect me or my time. At points, it feels like you're going out of your way to torture me by passively communicating me with me through Insta... Uh, sorry. By passively communicating with me through Snapchat or asking to follow me on Instagram. I think you're a horrible person and I don't know why you think it's okay to treat anyone the way you treated me, especially someone who cared about you the way that I did. Holy, holy <laughs> shit. That guy sucks. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. He didn't respond. I'm guessing. No, of course, of course not. Of course he didn't respond. What is he going to say? I will say my friend helped me edit it, edit that down. It was like four pages long, really going into detail of every fucking shitty thing he did. And my friend's like, Millie, no one's going to read a four page letter about how they're a horrible person. That guy <laughs> Keep sucks. it to five paragraphs. <laughs> so any questions about any That's of sad. I'm happy to elaborate. I'm going to say this, though. I think, you know, obviously people that date like straight men, we talk about how horrible they treat <clears throat> us. And men are like, what are you talking about? This shit happens all the time. This is like, yeah, normal ass fucking behavior. It is. And it's also like, but it's unacceptable. It, it, it's just so clearly a Snapchat, a snapshot into like where I was as a human being, mm. like where I was as a person, because they will treat you like this if you let them. Yeah. And I just don't let, I just don't to a fault actually. Like now, even when I date really nice people, I'm so scared of this. 
yeah. because that is something that I accepted for so long. And I, and now I look back and I'm like, yeah, he's a dick, but I'm also like, I don't want to blame myself. It's not my fault, but I'm also like, oh, like if somebody ignored my text like this, I just wouldn't talk to them again, you know? Yeah. Like this is why people like don't fuck with people like who do this, you know? And it was just so clearly like I was at his beck and call mm-hmm. and yeah, I was just like, wow. And again, like he wasn't the most attractive person at all. He just... But I was like, oh, he's nice. He's nice because when we were together, he would say nice things. Oh, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. He would pay for things, this and that. Mm -hmm. But he just wasn't, it wasn't good sex. Mm. And he just like, like, how nice are you of a person if you like do this to some, you know, like. No. Again, like he would be like, hey, let's hang out tonight. Can you hang out tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah. And at like seven o'clock, I'm getting ready, whatever. I'm texting. I'm like, hey. Um, what's up? Like, when can you meet? And then he just like would push it off, push it off, push it off. And now I'm looking back too, and I'm like, because w- yeah, that that night or just in general, I feel like he didn't want to disappoint me, or he had things about disappointing or whatever. Mm. But it's like if he was just honest, like he worked a finance job, which I'll give you know. And then again, we're like young, so when you work a finance job and you're that, I'm being giving him a really, I'm being really nice, but like. This is just who I am. But it's like when you work that kind of job, like they have you working the shitty hours. Mm-hmm. They they make you stay if they want you to stay till 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. They they do that. But it's like there's ways around that. Like if you don't know what time you're going to get off of work on a weekday, yeah. then don't hang out on weekdays. Mm-mm. Or if you're like, hey, I'm going to try to get out of work earlier. Or it looks like I'm having to stay at work longer. Mm-hmm. Can you meet later? Or like, can I meet you by your house? Like. There's just ways around it that like it's just simple. I just would navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Simple communication. And it's like, yeah, see, this is the thing, though, like this, how men treat women is so different because, you know, that guy's not that's not how he's communicating with his bros. You know what I mean? Like, no. you know, he's not if he's going to hang out with his fucking friends, he's going to be like, let's get beers at 7.30 at this place and he's going to be there. It's like how they treat women is very different. And it's so weird. Or he's going to tell his friends. I believe he would tell his friends, like, yo, I'm stuck at work. Yeah. I'll come by and like, this can't happen tonight. Or it's like, hey, I want to hang out, but I have this project coming up. There's a 50-50 chance or something. Yeah. And also, I wasn't communicating, like, hey, I'm getting ready. Like, Mm. is this happening or not? You know? Yeah. So. I think this is... I'm really excited that you brought this story because this shit is what like what I was saying. This is so common. And I've been in situations like this where this person is just treating me like fucking trash and I'm still mm-hmm. there and I'm like, and they'll be like, um, like that, that thing where they're like, you want to hang out tomorrow? And then I'll be like seven 30 and I'll be like ready. And I'll, I'll be like texting them. Like, are we hanging out? And they'll be like, yeah, meet me in like 15 minutes here. And I'm like, oh, and I'll like run over there you know I, like I, i've like yeah it's just so common that that happens and now i do not put up with it at all like they i have such yeah, a short too. like little like somebody will like not respond somebody will do that sort of thing not even that bad but like kind of on that level and i'm like oh i know what kind of person this is block immediately mm-hmm. blocked like we're that's it like this is not what's happening and i i'm sure that you yeah. get a lot of women that still participate in this because they're young but it's not happening with me and I, 
let me tell you my life is just so much better like why why the fuck yeah. chase people like this there's so many other people in the world that will just text you back immediately and want to be on a date there's so many other people i swear to god well and that's also like <clears throat> i think everyone has this fear of aging mm. and fear of, or like oh the 20s is the best and all no. of that but it's like the opposite no like that this is all the shit that i learned in my 20s because yeah. like now i'm just like oh no fuck off like I'm not accepting any of this. Yeah. Also, like, <clears throat> first date's going to be in my neighborhood is what's happening. Yes. Like, I don't care who buys drinks or whatever. Yeah. I'm not leaving, like, my neighborhood. Yes. Uh, and, and it's just all these things that I've learned because it's like, yeah, it sucks to, like, get dressed up and meet someone who you're not, like, who's playing these fucking games. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like, there's just so many people out there who will respect you and treat you well and yeah and you know what's the funny thing there are people like this that like act like this to me now and i'll just like not like if i'm like whatever if i'm just like casually interested i don't really give a shit like i just won't respond to that behavior and then they start acting nice then they're like oh do you want me yeah. to come to your neighborhood and i'm like yeah bitch and then i'll like yeah. not respond to a text for four days and i'm like I, i'm not taking you seriously because you're a piece of shit so if you want yeah. this to happen you gotta be nicer and they always it's it's like kind of like what you're saying not to blame like victims and like not to mm -hmm. blame the nice person in the situation but there is this thing where people that are mean and cruel and stupid like this will do it to you if you let them and then once you're like no way bro they will start changing their behavior it's fucking nuts and it's it's really bad which is on their lame part. you know like yeah. why do i have to why can't i just show up who i am like yes. i am a nice person and i want to be nice to the people that i date yeah but, me too um, just baseline respect you know, for any, anybody you know like don't I, I feel like it's a really poor like uh character flaw when people act like that and yeah i yeah. i agree but it's also just like yeah i don't want to play these games but it's also like Again, this is not victim blaming at all because yeah. it's not the person's fault. It's always the person who's doing this. But it's at the same time, like those people, people choose their victims or like they choose who to do this. To. Yeah, like, they exactly. know they know somebody like they're attracted to somebody nice. Yeah. And they're going to like treat ch like shit. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, it's just like fucking it's so fucked up and it's so backwards. And it's just but then those people are never happy. Most people are never happy. No. And, you know, also, too, like, you know, I'm looking back and I'm just like, maybe this guy did learn or something mm -hmm. or like, you know, the next person that he dated. Because I just think, too, like, as men age, they learn like, oh, you can't do this to people. Mm -hmm. Like, eventually, I, I, I just know some guys who like maybe a few years ago, they would have acted a certain way. And then now they know better and they wouldn't be. And I mean, even like in people that I date now, like. You know, to someone I'm dating, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I was this girl, like, I was, you know, we were, he was telling me about this girl he was dating, and he's just like, yeah, I thought it was okay to, like, date someone that was more into me than I was into them, and I wasn't really that into them, mm. and it was, like, convenient for me, but, like, now I know, like, that's not okay, and, like, I don't do that anymore, and it's just like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. even hearing that is like, oh, yeah, you can grow, and, like, I've grown, too, so. yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that night and then what prompted to write the letter. Let's hear it. It sounds pain. Yes. I'm so sorry this happened to you, but please be comforted in knowing that it happens to me and it will probably continue to happen. But now, no, if it does, I'll block them. I've been through all, like, I've again, been through I'm all truly this. I'm laughing at 
Yeah, no. So, yeah, this guy. And again, I was dating other people, too, around the same time. But, yeah, yeah like, we were going out in December. First of all, like, I was so excited because, yeah, this was the guy that I'm just, I was just so delusional. I'm like, this is the guy who... um I'm going to quit my job and like move in with him uh-huh. and then get to do comedy full time yes. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he asked me like, he asked me a few days before, like, I would love to take you out on a date mm-hmm. on a date. And I'm like, yeah, like I would love to too. Like, and also he has money. Like I'm, I really want to dress nice. Like I got my hair done. I went to Uniqlo. I got a brand new coat. Nice. And then I went to Doc Martens and I got new boots for this date. And what ended up happening was that my debit card had a $300 spending limit. Mm. And between the new boots and the new coat, I hit the spending limit. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got to, by the time I got to, he made me meet him at fucking Brother Jimmy's Barbecue Restaurant in Murray Hill. Uh. I lived, I lived in South Williamsburg. Like Williamsburg has so many cooler bars and he made me fucking, and I traveled to fucking Murray Hill to meet him, right? So, and then as soon as I get there and I try to order a drink, my cards declined mm-hmm. because I hit my spending limit. Yeah. And I don't know why, you know, because I'm like, I have money, but it's like, okay, I hit my fucking debit spending limit. Yeah. I can't call the bank because it's closed. Like it's like 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm fucked. They let me keep the drink that I already ordered because they felt bad. So I was already embarrassed like early on. Mm-hmm. Then I'm there. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm 20 minutes away or 10 minutes away, 20 minutes away, 20. And I'm just like, okay, fuck. Like, okay, well, I'm already here. Like, I don't have any money. Like, I don't even have money. I don't even think I had money, like, to go back home because I had no, yeah, I had nothing. And I didn't have a credit card at the time. Yeah. So I'm there. And then I meet these guys. I meet these guys. Like, all these guys who work at the stock room for, like, this Italian shoe store. Mm. And they were all Dominican, and I'm Dominican, too. So we're just, like, hanging out. I'm chopping it up. I'm like, yo, I'm waiting for a date. But, like, this guy's taking... The whole time this guy's texting me. Then, like, after I've waited for him for 30 minutes... Yeah. And I'm telling all the guys that I'm talking to. Then he's like, actually, um, actually, can you just meet me at my apartment? And I'm like, no, you said you were going to take me on a date. I got yeah. ready for a date. Like, I'm not going over to your apartment and fucking you. Like, yeah. if you that's what you wanted, you could have just been, like, texting. And I wouldn't have entertained that. Like, I only came here for a date, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so whatever. He's, like, pissed or whatever. So then he gets to the... So then I'm talking to these guys. I'm having a great time. These guys are all from the Bronx, whatever. Yeah. They're huge. They're like hot Dominican guys who are like over six feet and their stockroom guys are fun. So he gets to the bar and I'm hanging out with a group, this like Asian man who's a nerd oh, and like a finance guy. He he was a bro though. He was like in frats. He's like a fratty. And I do think that like he has this whole... He had this whole, I think him being an adoptee also like yeah. played into like... His ideas of how he thought of himself too. Right, it's complicated. Asian Um, men have a complicated complicated. relationship. Asian men are complicated, and an Asian get an Asian adoptees like that was just so complicated. Yeah. So he um. So he gets there, and I'm like surrounded by like (laughs) Dominican guys that are like really attractive, and then (sighs) and then um we're all talking, and then like men have a. Like, I'm just like this. So I just felt like I'm like looking back and like 
it was totally attachment style thing. I was like, mm. okay, I'm I put myself vulnerable to like waited. I waited for you for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna be like all over you and like kiss your no. ass and like make out with you. Like, uh-uh. I'm kind of mad and I want you to like woo me or like kind of whatever you know. Yeah. Which now I know is like you know. um, I forgot the term, but it's like when when somebody who's anxiously attached gets ignored and the person comes back, mm-hmm. like they ignore that person or like reciprocate, like reciprocational like behavior. But that's or like, anyway. of, of course, because it's like self-preservation. It's like a insecure yeah, person and that like that insecure attachment is going to scare anybody and it's going to make you closed off. Well, also like all these people know that I waited for you for an hour. Yeah. So I'm also not going to be... Sh- so I'm like, yes, oh, these are my new friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing. These are my new friends. He's talking to them. We're talking. We're joking around. I tease them. Oh, as soon as he gets there, they're like, what the fuck? How'd you, how did you have her ma- wait for an hour? What the fuck is wrong good. with you? Like, they gave him a hard time, but it was all in good fun. And then he tells them, like, sorry, I was I was in a work meeting. I couldn't get out. Or like, I was working and I'm sick. Like, he tells them excuses. And I'm like, and I'm just like, dude, if you told me that you were still at work, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't be this upset. Like, I'm thinking that you're at home and you don't want to come out. Like, I didn't know all this stuff about, which was true. Like, he, was, he wasn't feeling well. Yeah. And he also, whatever. So, like, I understand, but it's like, you didn't communicate that to me. So I'm assuming the worst. Also, why does he so, feel like he owes the other men an apology, but not you? Exactly. So toxic. And the other men, the other men are like, they start talking and he just shares that he's a finance guy and that how much money he makes and Ew. stuff. And the other men are so impressed. Oh, I'm and sure. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. Like they're impressed and they're like, oh, this guy's a nice guy. Like whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Like he's so cool. Like whatever. So he, um, but yeah, I guess he like felt some type of way that I wasn't like paying attention to him. Mm -hmm. He tells one of those guys like, Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, where did he go? And then they're like, Oh, he says he's going to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, cool. 10 minutes go by to 15 minutes go by 20 minutes go by. Yeah. He fucking left me. He left me without saying shit. I call, I start texting him and call him. He doesn't block me, but he, like, um, he put my shit straight to voicemail. Maybe he did block mm-hmm. me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not even ringing. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that's, it is blocked. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just, like, crying in um, in this, like, Brother Jimmy's listening to, like, the oh, house God. remix of, um, or the techno remix to, like, TikTok by Kesha. Like, oh, God. it was just so miserable. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was so embarrassed. And then I had to go, I had to go home because I was, like, stuck in Murray Hill. And I had to, like, I couldn't even, like, hop the turnstile because I don't have the core strength. So I'm, like, crawling on my hands and knees in my new coat and new boots, mm. like, you know, it was just such a humiliating thing for me. Oh so, like, God. that stuck with me, right? Um, We never talked, like, whatever, fuck that. Like, I never talked. But um, at the time, like, Snapchat was really popular. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, oh, my God, we still have each other. Like, we still followed each other on Snapchat or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like the equivalent to what snap like what instagram stories is now yeah where it's like you can post a story and then they see like you can see everyone who watched your story and then they can see you know 
and I saw his stories. So it was weird. Like, it was just like, so that was like December. So for the next few months, like, I just would notice, like, I would post Snapchat stories. He would watch them. Mm-hmm. I'd watch his stories. We never talked. Like, he never, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I started noticing, like, if I would post a Snapchat story of, like, <coughs> sorry. Having dinner with my friend Eric, just a guy friend, whatever. Immediately, he would post, like, a stack of money Ew. on his Snapchat story. And I'm like, okay. Or, like, if I would post, like, stuff, like, he'd post, like, it. Because he also was, like, gambler. He, like, was into gambling and stuff. And he's like, look God. at, like, all the VIP section I was in in Atlantic City. Ew. Or, like, look at all this stuff that I did. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Um... So, God, yeah, it was just like this thing where I'm like, is he doing this on purpose? Like, what's going on? You know, yeah. I was confused. Of course. So, uh, I just, but like, it was crazy because my guy friends would be like, no, you're crazy. Like, kind of gaslight me. Like, he's not doing that. But like, it was just so clearly like, if I would post yeah. that I'm doing something, he would post immediately after him flexing about like, money trust your instincts or, or like on him that. driving an audi or something yeah so whatever one day so that's like whatever may whatever like guys are like, so like guys are so easy to read when they're doing that shit because that that happens to me and like i but like i'll i'll i would just say trust your always trust your instincts that's exactly what they're and they're not even like subtle about it you know what i mean Anyway, yeah, yeah, like just like a stack of money. Come or on, like, bro. Look at this bill. Look at my bar bill Ew. in Vegas. Ew, like, literally God. posted all this stuff in Vegas. All this stuff. Like it's <sighs> fucked up. Like who cares? So that's like whatever. So December, whatever, May, yeah. whatever. Okay, August. August, I go to the beach with my friends. I go, I take one of those like beach buses, which is like, there used to be like this yeah. cheese bus that would pick you up from Williamsburg and take you straight to the Rockaways and you pay $20 round trip yeah. and it included a, included a beer. It was fucking nice. dope. It was a great way to get to the beach. Yeah. So um, I go to the beach. I go hang out with my friends. We go to the taco shack. Nice. I get ice cream. I go, you know, I have a great day at the beach, yeah. right? Immediately, like I'm at the beach and I get an an insta- like a Snapchat direct message from this guy. Uh-huh. And it's a selfie of him at the same beach. Oh, no. Then it's a selfie of him at the taco shack. Then it's a selfie of him, like, doing all the things that I, I did. You know? I get all these selfies. And then I see he was at the Rockwell. So I'm like, he must have seen me, like, and instead of saying hi or coming up to me, he sent all these selfies of him doing the same thing so that I know that he saw me at the beach with my friends. What a fucking weirdo. That's what I'm like. I was so scared. Like, I was so like, what the fuck? But I'm also like... Creepy. I'm such a cool person. Like, I'm like a little puppy. Like, if I see somebody I know, unless you actually actively cause me harm, which there is like one... There's one ex where I'm like, every time I run into him, like I actually like freeze because like he was bad. Yeah. But if somebody, but even him, even him, if he came up to me and was like, hey, Millie, how are you? Like, how's it going? I would be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, you wouldn't have been like, weird. I wouldn't have been weird. Yeah. So that's why I was like, 
That's so weird that he did that. That he just sent all those selfies. Like, what the fuck? It's so creepy. Who does I don't that? like that. Yeah. So creepy. Yeah. I hate it. So, I was like, okay, what do I do with it? Like, um, and uh, yeah. So I get all these. I get all these like direct messages. I don't respond because I'm terrified. Yeah. Whatever. Like that was weird. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Then a week later, he requests me on Instagram because my Instagram was private. Yeah. So a week later, he requests me on Instagram. And then I'm like, okay. that Then that's when I sent this letter. I'm like, okay, I just saw that you requested me on Instagram. Yeah. And this is my fault because, like, I thought because of Snapchat. Like, maybe you think because of our Snapchat interactions that this is okay. But I want you to know I hate you. And I think you're a terrible person. And here's all the terrible shit you did to me. You know, this is the thing about people like this. It's like, it's like, they're like kind of sadistic. And it's like, it's weird because the mixed messages is what really like lures me into these sort of situations where you'll be like, this person is so nice to me when we're together. They buy me stuff. They say I'm beautiful. And you're like, okay, you Mm -hmm. like me. And then they do fucked up shit. And then you're like, well, you know, and then you, you meet them again and then they're nice to you again. And so then you're like it's like so uh, confusing and then you're you keep trying to convince yourself that it's like they actually like you blah 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 yeah. but this this it's just like i feel like a lot of people like this just enjoy like ha- causing ha- like, i don't know like getting attention in this way and it's like i think it is like yeah getting attention and it's like okay because when we were in person mm. It was the girlfriend experience. Mm-hmm. Like, he treated me like a girlfriend. Right. He respected me. He, again, like, was engaged and interested in all of that and what I had to say. But then when we weren't together, it was him treating me like just a hookup. Yeah. It was the, like, sexting. It was, huh. like, it was just, like, and it would take him a day. Like, he, he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then he would take a day or two days to write me back. Yeah. And then, like, and then, so it would take, like, a week to get, like, an exchange through. Um, and, it, the, I mean, that's it's the so desperate classic. thing. Or the, the thing, so it's, like. They always do all the same um, things. These these i swear to god there's like some sort of class somewhere where they learn how to do this because they all do the same fucking exact 10 things so it's just like if you didn't want a girlfriend yeah. or if i was never gonna be like whatever yeah then just say that yeah or just or just be like hey i see that you want which other guys have like to some guys credit i mean not that whatever i don't want to give like but like there is this guy that i was talking to on tinder mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. And we were like talking and it just seemed like we were going to meet up. And then he just kind of ghosted me, which I mean, it's not really ghosting if like they just stopped talking to you on Tinder one day. Yeah. Like we were we were going to meet up on a Tuesday and then like Tuesday came around and like nothing. So I was just like, OK, whatever. Yeah. And then he was like messaging. Then like a month or two later, he was messaging me again. And I'm like, hey, dude, like you're not just going to come back and act like nothing happened. No. Like, that's my thing. I'm like. You can come up with any excuse, but you're just not going to be like, hey, like, what's up? Like, I don't respond to that. You have to acknowledge, like, whatever. And he was like, honestly, I was just kind of getting vibes from you that you wanted, like, a relationship or wanted something more. And I'm just looking for hookups. And I'm like, okay. like You could have said that a month ago. Yeah. You could have said that a month ago. Thank you for sharing that. And, like you're right and i don't want to talk to you but like at least you shared that yeah you're but right. like yeah. 
Bare minimum. Like, this guy is, like, I feel like maybe he did that to, like, push me away or whatever, but it's just, like, yeah, it was just the girlfriend experience in person, and then (sighs) in private, you know, on text, like, it's just, like, these games and all this stuff. So tiring. Well, I'm really glad that you, I mean, obviously, you know, when you're 24, this is the kind of shit that everyone, like, puts up with when they're younger. And that's why, you know, like, when people are, like, guys, like, younger girls, of course you do, because they'll put up with this bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking not, I'm not even there. Like, you fucking take too long to, like, you know, and it's not like mm-hmm. you do one thing that I'm like, oh, this is like a manipulative thing. And you're trying to, like, do this fucked up shit. I'm like, I'm done. Bye. I'm fucking done, bro. Have fun. Of course. And like, um, but, you know, I'm like glad that that's a chapter that you have closed as, you know, we have both closed as we got older. But it's just mm-hmm. so bizarre how that's so common, you know? Yeah. And I think Ugh. it's again, like. I'm able to view this man's humanity and be like, oh, okay, like he was learning and growing too. Yeah. And also I was learning and growing and it was like a big formative experience for me of like, this was, this is how bad it had to get for me to understand Yeah. that I don't need to. And I probably still put up, but I I never just did something like this, Mm -hmm. but then I can have compassion for people. You know what I mean? And it was also like. This is a, this is like as good as I thought it could get mm. at the time. And now it's just like what the just, hell? it can get so much better. Yeah. And like, you know, I just like don't need and like as time goes by, I'm just like, oh, this is not as good as it can get. Like it can get better. And I can be with someone who like appreciates me more in this way. And yeah. this, you know, and that's like the beauty of like also dating with time and all that too. Yeah. You know? Can I tell you something really fucked up though that I talked to my therapist about? Cause I was like, I had mm-hmm. this like little uh recently like this like fling that felt very insecure like this where it was like a little bit of like fuckery going on um and then i was like talking about this other relationship that i had that was very secure that was like very just like a very mature person responding and being responsible blah 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 and i was like telling my therapist i was just like why do i feel so strongly with the person that's like fucking around and she was like it because it's like it gives you anxiety and it's scary and it's exciting and you are mistaking that for being extremely attracted to this person, but you're just kind of like in the state of like, Ooh, is he going to respond? Like, does he like me? Like, it's like, it's, it's behavior that they have unknowingly have like curated to get that response from people because they are deeply insecure and they're scared that no one's going to really be into them unless they like act like a fucking, they've manipulate your emotions. And it's, it's like it works and and like after um uh, something like this happened to me a long time ago i mean it happened a bunch but i remember very much thinking you know i was so into this person that was like fucking fucking with me and very much thinking afterward i was like oh there's like nothing there this this guy if he was just a normal guy and responded to me and was respectful i would have literally gotten over him in like two weeks because he sucks yeah there's nothing there or like you're not compatible yep and it's like or you're not looking for like the same things or whatever and it's like that's a game that they keep but also like they do this because they're scared too yeah like 
they're scared. They're freaking out. They don't want to feel something. They tell themselves, or maybe they're not ready. They're not ready for a relationship or whatever. And instead of, but they do like the attention and they do like the companionship yeah. and they do like you. Mm-hmm. So instead, they just push you away when they feel like it's getting too real for them, you know? And, um, but you don't have to deal with that. That's a, that's my advice to everybody listening. Yeah, you don't, you have, don't to, have to deal or you don't have to tolerate. Yeah, that's their shit that they're supposed to fix and they're not fixing it. And you are not going to fix it no matter how great no. you are. You know, we all think that. You don't have to deal with that. There are so many people that are hotter and going to respond to you and pay for your dinner and support your comedy career. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you don't try like if you're in a situation like this, if anyone's listening, like trust me, it's like it's not and those those emotions that you're feeling, the strong emotions are a, a result of that behavior that they're manipulating to get that from you because they know that deep down inside there's nothing there that's going to really keep you interested. Like, I feel like the, these, like, because, you know, like, the word for this kind of person is, like, a fuckboy, right? This, like, hot and cold person that confuses you to keep you... Yeah, avoiding attachment. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, to string you along. Every one of the, yeah. the people that have done this to me, when I look at them, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's nothing there that I would have been interested in. It was only this, like, game of, like, confusion and mm-hmm. passion. You know, like, that was, that, that was it. And there's nothing after that. And now I can see it so clearly. But it, of course, it's very yeah. intoxicating and fun. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. <sighs> Can I also just touch on, I know like we're kind of running out of time, but I just want to touch on, because you were saying that you only dated Asian guys. We were having drinks the other day. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said something very interesting. Like, why were you only dating Asian? You had a, that was a phase, not anymore, but that was a phase. Can you like touch on that I, a little? I date everybody now. Yeah. I date everybody now. Yeah. Um, I don't not date Asian guys anymore. Like I wasn't like a, a whatever, yeah, but I just do. felt like, yeah, yeah I still do. Um, so DMs are open. Okay. <laughs> um, DMs are open. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but I, it was a thing where it was like, you know, I grew up with black and Latino guys and even, you know, and like, <clears throat> I think for me, it was like a tactic to be safe. Cause like, mm. yeah, the media, the media that I was shown when I was, growing up Mm -hmm. you know didn't show asian men as like womanizers and Mm. i just knew all the men in my life like didn't respect women or womanizers and all of that Mm -hmm. and you know they just you know american media is just like for a long time i feel like there's post crazy rich asians america and pre crazy rich asians america Mm -hmm. where like now we're getting a, a more whole view of like Asian American masculinity, yeah. but before it was like the nerdy, like innocent, sweet, family oriented guys. Yeah, you know. So that's what. And then also, I will say, like, I grew up Buddhist, so it's not like I didn't know any Asian people when I was growing up. There's very limited in Miami now. Again, like, there's the the Asian population in Miami is growing, mm-hmm. but when I was growing up, there wasn't that many Asian people, and <clears throat> the only my exposure to Asian people was like through my buddhist practice Mm -hmm. and yeah like my buddhist practice i still practice buddhism to this day and it's like there is such an emphasis on like respecting women and like respecting the value of life and stuff so like my (laughs) i had this like rosy view like of asian culture of like yeah like all asian guys like 
all Asian men like respect their families and their oh wives God. and like aren't womanizers and all yeah, that. And yeah. like, so it was like a safe place of like, oh, I'm going to go and spend. And also like, I do find Asian men physically attractive. Like who does it is this thing of like, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, who doesn't? And it's also like, it wasn't something that I grew up around. So yeah. it is like, I don't want to say exoticized, but it's like, this is different different. and fresh and it feels exciting. And like, it's just a different culture that I grew up from. And also like, yeah, I had this rosy view of Asian masculinity that's just not accurate Mm -hmm. for many, many reasons outside my own. And I learned the extreme hard way that (laughs) it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, you know, like. Like, race is not an indicator of somebody hurting you no. or treating you with respect. <sighs> um, and also, like, there are there's extremely misogynistic culture. I mean, I, I also worked for several Japanese companies yeah. early in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been in Japan six times. I've whatever. And, like, there's just their own issues with misogyny. Yeah. And, like, you know, the first guy I dated was Chinese and he would just tell me how racist his mom is and how he had to lie to his mom about like where he was because, you know, yeah. he didn't want her to know. You know, so like it wasn't rosy and that was just something that I learned. So that's when when I say like it was a phase that I'm like no longer doing. Uh. That's more why it's not like, oh, suddenly I don't think Asian men are attractive right. anymore. It's like, oh, there's not like. You know, it's just the same way of like, oh, don't date comedians or don't date this kind of guy. Yeah. Or don't, you know, it's just like there's not. I thought that They're I not had a like monolith. The cheat codes. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a monolith, but I, I thought that I had a cheat code to not get hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's just like there is no cheat code. Like you have to go person by person and really like. Yeah. They're all individual situation and compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. That's like I'm really glad that you said that because yeah, the st- it shows how like stereotypes are harmful but you know as a kid i believed all those stereotypes too because that's like how would you not like that's what you see on tv Mm -hmm. and like you know no adults were having discussions like that back then to their kids um yeah it's like harmful because it like i'm sure a lot of asian men like internalize that message and then I think that I mean obviously Asian men are not a monolith like they there's all sorts I was married to an Asian man for 10 years was a great person loyal amazing person but a lot of them I feel like they're like fuckboys now in response to that weird stereotype that they had growing up that they weren't sexual or like they couldn't be like fucking you know sought after so now they're just fucking everybody they're ruining they're they're uh, ruining our lives and not texting us back and I'm, ha- you know, happy for them. I'm not going to be around, but I'm I'm happy that they're going yeah. through that, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I've definitely dealt with different, you know, but I definitely remember dating someone who was like uncomfortable with the idea of me being attracted to Asian men. You know, like like, Asian again, I'm not like a K-pop yeah, yeah. He was like Asian guy, yeah, like, yeah. but it's like I'm not like a K-pop fan or like an anime, whatever. Yeah. But it was just something that like I, but he, but like because of his self hatred mm. at the time, mm-hmm. and like this was again like, you know, in 2015 at that point, this was a different guy. Yeah. But like because of how he viewed himself, and I think I, I guess I feel the same way about guys who are like. I'm attracted to bigger women. And it's like, oh, Mm. like, I thought you liked me as a human being, not because I'm fat. And it's just like, oh, being fat doesn't mean I'm unattractive or that there's nothing, you know, 
people aren't in love with me or attracted to me in spite of me being fat. That could be a reason why they are attracted to me. Yeah. And I guess like when you have, when you don't have a, a comfortable view of yourself, of who you are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that was like his view was like, but he was also somebody who was around a lot of white people all the time. Mm. So he had this view of himself of like, anybody who's dating me is is in spite of me being Asian, not because of me being Asian. Mm. And for me to tell him like, oh, I find Asian men attractive and like, not that's why I'm dating you, but like, this is something that I find attractive and like, you're dating yeah i think he was uncomfortable by that you know that's so interesting that's really like smart of you to like recognize that as like this like self-hatred thing he's like what do you mean you like me because i'm asian like that's that's sad yeah it's really (sighs) sad and like that guy like i think about him that would that's a whole other thing i said and you know what i do now like i mean i don't do it too because i don't put up with this behavior anymore Mm -hmm. but um when these guys come back like i'm very clear like on so i i wrote him like a long text too like that guy yeah um specifically because we ended in a really fucked up way and i think it had to do with his Mm self-hatred and he's tried multiple times to come back into my life Mm. but he gets like scared you know what i mean Mm. like he'll be like hey and like comes and i'm just like listen you're either in or out and like also i don't like this behavior and i like just called it out you know what i mean yeah. and I'm just like hey like very direct like with this guy too it's like also those kinds of not like i'm not talking about asian guys i'm talking about like fuck boys mm-hmm. fuck boys thrive in ambiguity and like vagueness and not addressing things and when you're very direct yeah. though, like i see that you're doing this and i don't like it Oof. and i'm not engaged like th- they don't like that shit they like to curate so, this chaos because that's like like i said it stirs emotions in their the other person and that's what they're trying to do yeah yeah but like the self-hating guy like we ended and like he's tried to reach out but like he's never just been like i miss you Mm -hmm. or like i'm sorry or like i want to come back like it's always like oh hey or this and that or like liking me and i'm just like we're not doing this babe yeah Either you're in or out, like in or out of the house. And if you come in, you have to acknowledge why you left. Yeah. <laughs> and that freaked, you know, that freaked him out. But like, again, like that guy, like five years later, texted me like. Wow. On Christmas. On Christmas. Like, hey, I know. He's never gotten over I it. I know, but I was ready to accept him in my heart and he got scared. Can't, That's why they can't they can't deal with that shit they they like don't know they don't know what's going on inside so it's never gonna work well and i mean it, that, that cliche of like you have to love yourself yeah before you love someone else and it's just like you really do like because when you yeah. love yourself then you accept that other you're people can enough love you. as, yeah and that other people can love you and that you can accept it Yep. And then you can like share how you want to be loved or share all that stuff. And like, if you don't love yourself, it's just like miserable for the people who love you. Miserable. Because yeah. Yeah. Because you hate them too. Cause they're like, Oh, I hate myself. You like me. Then you, there's something wrong with you. What's wrong with you. Yeah. And yep. also like, you're just so making many of those... their life like miserable. Yeah. So many fuckboy boy people yeah. is like, I feel like, I mean, it's all self-hatred and I think it's like, that's what's so sad about it because you feel for them you're like oh you hate yourself and it's like dude you if you just accepted that i am actually genuinely interested in you and this could work it could it could have been something 
And that's exactly. so sad thinking about that. It's like, but you're not going to let that happen. You're not going to let me in. So, yeah. you know, well, I'm really glad that you brought this story because I think that the this sort of relationship is, like I keep saying, it's very common and it's very sad, you know? And it's like, I think it's something mm-hmm. that like, people don't view in a sad way. They just sort of see it. I always like see jokes about it. Like, oh, this like fuck boy situationship, ha ha ha, which it is funny because it's so ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but it is also deeply sad for that kind of person and the person that is unfortunately in like any sort of relationship, situationship with them, you know? And, you know, I'm more, you know, I'm sad for the Millie that went through this, you know, but it made me the Millie who I am today. (laughs) And, you know, like, and that's something, again, I'm able to laugh at because, yeah, like, this is something that I love sharing because it's just so, if you don't look back at things and like cringe a little, like you haven't grown as a human being. Yeah. Um, and I just have, I just know that I'm just not in this place anymore. I still get really, really anxious and like I'm working through and I'm working on myself on like just not being scared Mm. to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. in love anymore because of things like this. But I also just don't put myself in positions like this anymore. Also, I have to say that another thing I'm glad that you brought the story up is nobody really talks about how damaging it is to have these relationships early on in your early adult life and how that shapes you as a person Mm -hmm. for years to come and all the relations like you're you keep you were like bringing up like all your fears now when you meet somebody and you're scared that they're gonna say this or do that because that's happened to you and that was so horrible and like i don't think people respect how these early adult relationships really shape people moving forward into their romantic lives you know yeah, of course. And also, like, I mean, that's why people get anxious or, like, make comments about age gaps and stuff like that. Because mm. if you have somebody, like, mm-hmm. it really does affect you and, like, affects how you view yourself or paint and stuff like that. And, like, I've just done a lot of work on myself and still, like, it's just something, whatever. But, yeah, like, age gaps particularly, when you have someone who knows better and knows, like, the impact yeah. and knows all that and, like, is doing Creepy. that to someone yeah. way younger, like it's fucked up but yeah like it really does mark you in all that and like you just have to work really hard to not let it that's a really good point yeah they each that's why it's like because like i mean also if you if there's like an older fuck boy doing this to a younger person it's because they know that younger women are more likely to put up with it and that's very mm-hmm. that's fucked up I mean, that's part of the appeal for them, yeah. which is, yeah, extremely fucked up. Ugh. Anyway, well, thank you for sharing your sad story. Um, it was like, of course, and reading your letter. I'm really glad you sent the letter, even though he, he probably didn't read it. I, I love s- sending letters. And then, he read it, but it, I don't think I don't think he he didn't respond to it, but I'm sure he read it. Yeah, it's and I'm sure it's like he is so closed off to his own emotions that he probably didn't even like understand how to process it. But I'm glad you wrote it. I'm a big fan of sending letters and then uh, emailing them and then blocking them on everything. It's like, I don't want to hear the response. I'm just like, that's what I do. I don't know if that's healthy, but I'm just like, here's what I'm going to say. I'm never going to see you again. Here's what I'm going to say. Blocked. I try to see if they say stuff, but yeah, sometimes it's just for me. Mm. Like, I need you to know. Yeah. 
And I don't if you if you don't take a lesson from this, like that's not my problem. But at least for my peace of mind, I need you to understand like the impact you've had on my life. Right. Negatively. Negatively. (laughs) And yeah. Yeah. Like that is and I like to leave clear communication because I appreciate that. Like I appreciate clear communication Mm -hmm. in my relationships. So I'm going to try to always give that to people. Well, thank you for the, Should I unblock this guy that I accused of throwing my dog out the window? Because he was taking it in stride. He was laughing. He thought it was hilarious. No. I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like him. He was down I think to he's clown. Cool. If you want to hang out, he was down to clown. So if you, if you want to talk to him, I, I don't, I'm not, I think that it wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't actually even know why I blocked him. I just thought it was really awkward. Like, I was like, that's. That was an awkward situation, and let's just pretend it never happened. <laughs> All right. Um, well, where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Millie, M I L L Y underscore Tamarez, T A M A R E Z, or on Twitter at Millie Tamarez, if Twitter's still around. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, and you can follow the podcast. I know, like, yeah, I know it's yeah. it's a it's a ticking it's a ticking uh, ticking clock. I don't even a countdown clock. I, I feel TikTok. like TikTok. Um, you can follow the podcast at Harry Butthole Podcast or me at YM Mayor on Instagram. Th- and thank you very much for listening. Bye. <laughs>